Hello, welcome to episode three of Is It Okay? This is uh, where we discuss uh, different topics that uh, seem to come up in our everyday life of absolutely no value whatsoever. But uh, today we're going to be uh, uh, talking about is it okay to be super competitive? So I'm Pete. I'm Becky. I'm Nash. I'm Keith. And uh, we'll just uh, start off with... uh, the question is, is it okay to be super competitive? I mean, in, in my eyes, I, uh, I use it as something to play around with, uh, with Becky. And, uh, um, so it's, it's the tool of always, uh, you know, seeing if I can do something better than her or, you know, comparing her to me in some shape, form or fashion and, and using that as a, as a fun way to, to, to poke fun at the other person or start a conversation or, you know, whatever the case is. Push but a button. Push a button. Yeah, of course, the push a button. So it's coming from a place of fun. Fun and, and fun and love. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's news to me. Well, <laughs> are, are, we, are we talking about being competitive against your significant other or just competitive in general? Well, I guess that, that that's a good question. I mean, is, is it okay to be super competitive in general? I mean, I don't like people that are super competitive in, in general. I sit there and joke around with Becky about being super competitive because I'm better than she is, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's I a separate, it's... separate podcast. Uh... <laughs> so the, so the, there is, there is the thing of, is it okay to be competitive and is it okay to be competitive and throw your wife's face in it? Or throw it in your wife's face. That's uh, your significant. Because the thing, the thing is, is what you have to remember, or what people need to know, or squirrels out there. I am not competitive. I don't. I don't think you know. I'm sure competition is healthy. Whatever, yada yada yada. No, I just like everybody to be kind and nice. I am not competitive. But my husband here, Pete, is competitive about everything oh with you i'm competitive about everything just because it's a fun thing to do case in point it, it's a fun <laughs> thing to do so can you give us like i'm just curious do you do, do you do you do you guys have any of that do you do that do you challenge each other do you uh i don't, I don't think i'm competitive do you Actually, do it at work Outside of the outside of the uh, the house, outside of are, are you competitive with other people? Um, you know, I I might be competitive against we are. my sister. Um, I think um, we. I can I can put a, uh, I can't remember uh, a certain incident that we're competitive towards each other, but outside of that, I am competitive very much. Like, for example, if we have game night. I want to win in games. I'm with you. I I feel bad. I feel so bad if I lose in a, in a game night. Then if I feel that someone is cheating in a game night, I will call them out, even though they're not. They're my I'm friends. not cheating. Oh, I'm just oh, oh. Now see, there there's a good good one for you. Yes, I am competitive when it comes to games, and I want to right. win the game, and I want to win it fair and square. I'm not going to cheat. Yes. But when you have somebody who is blatantly helping somebody else, or giving the answers out or doing things that, that make the game. It's not fun anymore. God knows who yeah. cheats. Yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly oh sure. Who God. Does. God does not care. It's a board game. He's like, uh. so, you'll answer for that when you meet him. 
That's fair. That's fair. Is it okay to cheat? <laughs> like on a board game? Absolutely. It's first of all, if you're playing If you're gonna cheat on a board game, it's the gateway. It's the gateway, the gateway to cheating in other places in your life. The board game is a gateway drug to cheating. <laughs> now, it. now, wait a minute. If you're cheating on something like Monopoly, where it takes 20 years to uh, play one game, yeah, absolutely. If it's going to end the game faster, <laughs> cheat, please. For the love, yeah, Monopoly goes on yes, forever. Yes. Please let it be over. <laughs> I only cheat to help out. The little people who are playing. That is not true. I have seen you cheat to help anybody and everybody. That's because I think it's funny. It, because somebody is so competitive that you're like, I have to hit my... Now, see, there's a difference there, though. When 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 you're doing the game stuff, that's a different type of competitive than when I'm just around you. So, case in point. One night, I made meatloaf. It was bad. I will first admit, this was bad. And out comes Pete, and I said, I made meatloaf. It is bad. And he says, I will eat it so I can taste what failure tastes like. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's a good shirt, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put it on the shirt. So yes. anyways, but this does come back to bite him because about three or four minutes later, he's choking I'm on like, the meat. <laughs> and I said, well, that's what failure tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, every time I turn around, it's I win. I win. I did it better. I win. And I, I, do you make a good meatloaf then? Well, he's I, never I, actually made meatloaf, so I don't. Let I, me put I'm it. a little confused here. How do you fail at meatloaf? How? How? What, oh, it's not that hard. Oh, she made it like on a cookie sheet. I didn't make it. On, I made. Okay, so first of all, this was my actual first foray into the meatloaf. My dad was really a good meatloaf maker, except for one time he did put carrots in it, and that we he jumped the shark there. Neither here nor there. So you made a sheet meat? Yes, no, I put it in did. a cake pan and I made a little meatloaf. Yeah, this is a but this I, is a, a sheet cake sheet uh, no, cake it pan. No, it was a it was a thirteen by nine cake pan. Like I said, a sheet cake. And I made the little meatloaf, but what I I I had a problem. It didn't cook in the middle, uh, and so the edges got burnt. It was the middle was wrong. It was three feet wide and one inch thick. <laughs> it, it, I may have a little bit of an issue of ten, or maybe a little tendency to burn meat, and so <laughs> I failed at the meatloaf. I have not gone back. Maybe I should make meatloaf. No, no, it could happen. Anyways, I'm a much better baker than I am a meat cooker. Okay, but... wait a minute. Then what happened? Yeah. Pumpkin. Yeah. The pumpkin. Explain that. The pumpkin stuff was pumpkin loaf. The the banana loaf. Oh, I'm sorry. The banana loaf. You're right. So this week, what happened? Let me say, Keith sent a a recipe of banana cream cheese loaf to me from Facebook. Looks amazing. Saw it on Facebook. It's a banana loaf. It's got cream cheese in the middle. How can it taste bad? How can you go wrong? Unless you're Becky. This was the first time I had done a real epic fail on banana bread or baking goods. But I don't know what happened. I think I put too much of the, the banana. So you're supposed to layer banana. You didn't banana follow the directions. And then cream cheese and then banana. And you, you didn't follow the directions. The directions are just mere suggestions. Uh, the, and there's the problem. Oh, it comes full circle now. That's why you made the bread. That's, That's right. Why. Okay, That's so right. now keep it. Because... Yeah. I, I I follow directions. That, that, well, no, that was actually the conversation on the day that you made the banana loaf. You said, "Oh, this is bad. This is bad. It tastes horrible." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. 
the taste has got to be there. No, no, it's horrible. I threw it out. I'm not even going to let Pete this try it. This is Becky making the banana loaf. Yeah, this yes. is me, mate. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to let Pete try it because right. he it's will awful. taste failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but I sometimes like Pete to try stuff that I know is a big fat fail because it's very funny. <laughs> Case in point, one time I made banana, no, blueberry muffins. And they were raw in the middle, and Pete came out and took a big fat bite, and I just laughed and laughed. So now, now, now you know why I sit there and always tell you that I'm better. <laughs> well, that I'm better at that well, one. Pete actually responds to the messages and says, "Well, she made it. I'll have to make it to show you what real banana bread is supposed to taste like." So Pete made it. Pete made it. Yeah. And while it took longer than the rest of Pete says. It actually came out really good. I do have to give him points for that. It's really so good. It was really I good. win. Yes, you win. <laughs> Once again, you win. But that's the thing. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. You just made banana bread. I made good pumpkin muffins. I make good brownies. I make good lemon cupcakes. I make good stuff. Yeah, you make good stuff. I make great stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you kidding? Is it okay to run around saying that you're making the best stuff ever when you don't make anything? Well, I made a banana cake. One. One. Okay. Now, he has not made the meatloaf. I will yeah, make the meatloaf. I, I think you really should do the meatloaf. I will make the meatloaf. <laughs> Can meat I tell you a really funny meatloaf story? <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. One time I was a cook in a Boy Scout camp and we made meatloaf, but it was really bad. And so we went to the, I'm going to tell you a terrible story. And it goes back to number episode one where we talked about, oh, anyways, Lord. it was really bad. We put flies in it. The poor Boy Scouts. I feel bad for them. You put flies in it. On purpose? Yeah, but we didn't feed them that meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we fed them different meatloaf. What happened was I was talking to somebody and we had the meatloaf in the turner, one of those things. And I turned around and then Bryce, who was helping me, he was talking. So I had opened up the garlic pep, garlic um, salt and I put it and the lid fell out. It was one of the major ones and it jumped oh, and it dumped in the garlic. No. And I'm looking at it and then Bryce turned around. He's like, I just did that with a different garlic salt. He brought new. So I had two big things. So I just like flipped the switch and let it turn. And so it was just garlic meatloaf. It was really, really salty, salty. Yes. garlicky meatloaf. Yes. There were no vampires in camp that No. Yeah. <laughs> there may have been some flashes. Nobody was kissing anybody in. <laughs> you make sure of that. So apparently meatloaf is not my thing, but yeah. I do continue to persist and try. Well, not really, but I did try that one night. Anyway. Anyways. Back to the original. Is it okay to be competitive? And again, competitive with you. This is fun and games competitive. Even though I'm better than you, we know that. It's still fun and games to sit there it's and It's only be fun and games if both are in on the joke, right? No. No? No. Is it fun and games if not if both are in on the you joke? You have fun and games by making me taste uncooked muffins. That was fun. I think, I really think that, you know, if both of you are not in the joke, it, it can be misread and it can lead to an argument which he, which is not fun mm -hmm. because i i, I do i'd win that argument <laughs> <laughs> well of course you would because i'd be like you're wearing me down because i do get i i do get you know sometimes if i'm not in the joke i do get kind of um offended by things even around the house when you know we live with, with someone else in the house we, we we have a roommate 
So when they're, you know, poking fun at me or something, I do get offended if I'm not fully up uh, to the yeah, I can understand. So that's, that's just my personal thing with it. Well, and, and back to Nash and his competitiveness, we have had game night with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we played... We're in different teams. Well, okay, here's... We played volleyball outside. I think he purposely chose to be on the opposing team from me to kick our butts. And we played three games, and his team lost all three games. Ooh, I took it personally. And he took it personally and did not like it. Yes. Did I you take out. it out on Pete? Or not Pete, Keith? No. I walked out and left them there. He stormed off. I stormed he, off. he was not. Ooh. Oh, that's no fun. And Ooh. then we had game night uh, where we played games, and I think he purposely chooses to be on teams opposite of me. Well, because what's the fun of being in the same team? But he doesn't like the fact that I always win. Well, the, the <laughs> one- oh! you're a winner. <laughs> let, me, let me lift myself here. <laughs> Since you've been doing that, I mean, all this five minutes or so. Um, there was one game, a fiction, a fictionary. What the hell? What the crap is that game? The, the, the one that you draw a picture. Yeah, fictionary. fictionary. Yeah. Okay, fictionary. So it's like a free for all. Someone will be drawing all of the things will be drawing, and then whoever calls it out first um, will be will get the point. Yeah, we call it out first, but they're claiming they call it out first, and my team was like, "No, we call it out first. And you know, I said, "Only God knows that we <laughs> called it first. Mm-hmm. So I was really hard on them with that. Yeah. Now I, I, I see where Nash is coming from because I've been in situations like that where you, um, you, you want to make the thing competitive. You want to make mm-hmm. it fun and enjoyable and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe, maybe you're getting, getting it handed to you and all of a sudden you get one and still they don't want to give it to you. Um, and yeah, that you kind of take that personal. It's kind of like, no, we got that. That's ours. You know? And of course the other team's going to be laughing, which makes it worse. Because right. you 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 sit there and look at it and say no no that was ours we called it first mm-hmm. no no you know again if both sides claim to be non competitive right the one side say fine whatever go ahead take the point we don't care but everybody's competitive to a certain degree right so it it stays that way and I can understand where you're coming from Nash yeah but I can. now you but, gave me what's wrong with laughing though you're saying the other team's laughing at you because it 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 it's one of those things you're not being validated in something that you are t- you find at that particular point in time regardless of how ridiculous it may be later on mm-hmm. you're taking it as serious it is important mm-hmm. and by god i need to get this and i need to be validated and i need i need that and you aren't giving it and now now not only are you not giving it you're not getting it but 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 you're getting laughed at too how dare they laugh so at so this you? brings on a different thing because <laughs> sometimes i have a tendency towards an a uh, uh, uncomfortable laugh in wrong times <laughs> where I'm so uncomfortable that I can't help but laugh. It's just like, I'm so uncomfortable. I just can't stand this moment. Uh, and that makes him like, uh, yeah, but my answer to that is, you know, it, it's, it's the same thing. If you got pulled over by a cop and he sat there and said, don't open your mouth, you can make sure you wouldn't open your mouth. Right. And, and here's the same thing. You're I, not a cop. 
Uh, but I have told you multiple times, I don't like this in those types of situations. And then I'll say, and now you're laughing. I'll even announce it. Now you're laughing. <laughs> Which <And> makes <laughs> me want to laugh even more. But then you're just like, it's so, uh, oh, it's a. But you know, that, that's, that's where you, 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 you tone it down a little bit and take it back and, and, and you don't. No, because I can't. It's the uncomfortable laugh. Is it okay to have an uncomfortable laugh? Like, well, I don't think there's a, a, a yes or no to that. If you've got an uncomfortable laugh and it's and it's an, something that's uncontrollable, right? Then I don't, I, I, I don't think there's a an is it okay for you to have it or not? Well, it's just something that you have. It's part of you. Um, and I don't know if it's something that you can control. Well, it's a Tourette's laugh. Okay. It might well, be okay. Tourette's. Okay. It could, it could be, it could be. It's a coping, have, right? You have no control over it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm really trying to, to think here is, is the fact that, you know, um, us being together, Keith and I, um, he, he, he would always tell me like, um, you know, there, there are certain, there are certain things that I do that in public that probably he doesn't approve of or he, he doesn't feel like I should be doing. So even though sometimes I feel like I can't control it, I do learn to cope with to cope and try to control it just because, you know, he doesn't like it. You know, yeah. I, I, I try to compromise a little bit, you know, even though sometimes I feel like it's something that I can't avoid. I really try my best to minimize it as much as I could. That's that's where I'm getting from, probably because you know just for the uh, sake of the relationships and you know yeah no 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 that that's yeah. good I mean everybody people should I think you know people especially people that are close to you mm -hmm. try to help you make you a better person right. and I don't think uh, you know anybody that's close to you is going to try and change you in a way that's bad or anything like that um, but they should help make you a better person I mean you know I think you know from uh, uh, going back to our topic here of the, the competitive, I think you know that that's kind of more of a, a fun and games type of thing rather than it being uh, a, a real personal, am I better than you or not? Um, you know, and so, you know, we come back to what Nash is sitting there saying and, you know, it's it's the uh, being out in public and stuff like that. Becky, she can be kind of loud sometimes in I'm public. I'm not loud, not even <laughs> a little bit. I'm um, quiet. You know, I'm and... Now. You know, there, there again, it's, yeah, we, we say these things and we're trying to help the other person understand. Maybe they don't even realize that they're doing some of these things in public that maybe draw attention that they don't necessarily need or want. Um, but I do think the flip side of that is, and this is it, mm -hmm. if you're in public and you're like, I know I'm a loud speaker, if I'm in public speaking loudly, I realize people are going to get the enjoyment of hearing me speak one Two, they get the right to hear whatever I'm saying. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, if I'm saying something secretive but loudly, they have a right to it. It's like the people in Walmart that walk around on the phone. You're on the phone. I get to hear what you're saying. I would listen to it. Yeah. I followed people around <laughs> right. to get the rest of the story. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But, you right. know, but that's the thing is, you know, okay, if I'm speaking loudly, like, we've been in doctor office visits or whatever in the, uh -huh. in the waiting room, and I'm telling a story. Sometimes I do speak loudly for the people just to be kind so those other people can hear the story without well, having to lean into that to leads it. that leads to another topic for another day but is it okay to be extremely nosy 
That's that's a different Absolutely. topic. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. that's a different thing. Well, okay. okay. That and that that will be a part of our episode on is it okay to talk loudly in public? I think it, uh, th those two, two topics can go together. They just go together, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. So we'll we'll do that one on because a different Because I don't day. see anything I and again, I don't see anything wrong. Come at us if you think this, but I don't see anything wrong with wanting to know the rest of the story. And that's what reality. Okay, TV but now, is. now, 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 you're 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 going on that. Well, that's a different one. We're gonna go okay, back we'll to, that back to that. Yeah, because, back yeah, to yeah, you gotta go back to, to to the competitive one. I'm not competitive. It's not okay to be competitive. It's, it's not ever. I don't know about that. I guess. I, I mean, I'm not gonna go to work and be competitive with my coworkers, and you know, I mean, in in the sense of going there and trying to outdo them i'm going to go there and do a good job if i happen to do a better job than they do then that's just the way it goes but are you going to be like arms in the air i yeah. quit no no you're not going to you know you're not going to go into a meeting and when the boss looks at you and says who finished their assignment nobody raises their hand but you and you go i win you know no it's not how it works i would you know? now, now that's the thing like i would do that me i win so because, you are competitive no i'm not i'm just funny that's funny yeah that's funny. How about you, Keith? Are you? Uh, yeah, you've been I mean, quiet. This you, time. You, yeah, you've been kind of quiet. Really, I've, well, I don't find myself competitive. I don't know that I'm competitive. I don't think that I am. I think Nash would probably think that I am. He is competitive. He is. He does. Um, he does. I'm not self-aware of that. Keith is. <laughs> Keith is naturally smart. You know, he's very smart. Oh. You know, he's the smartest person I've ever known. Nash will tell anybody that. I would tell the world person that he's the smartest person. He hasn't person. met a lot of people, has he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, but but to me, just, just a little background about myself, not to overshare about myself, is that I grew up being competitive even way back in school because I was trained to, to get good grades. I was trained to be the valedictorian of the class. I was trained to do... To do to do everything that you know, even though I, I couldn't do, mm -hmm. I must learn it because I have to get good grades. I have to be in the honor class. I have to be do this and up to up, up until college. I'm wired up that way. If I get if I get one mistake on a test, I would cry. That's how much I'm competitive I am in school. So it translates to work too. In work, if my job calls me to do A, B, C, and D, I will do up to the last letter of the alphabet. It's like I put myself out there that I overdo. Like you should, you shouldn't be doing this. No, I can do it. Let 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 me do it. You know. So you're an overachiever. I was going to say, is that competitiveness or overachieving? Well, that's, well, that's a fine line, though, right? That's a fine line because he's not competing against anybody else but himself. That's true. So that would be overachieving mm -hmm. because he's not like saying to Viviette, "You suck. I'm much better because I went all the way through the alphabet." Right. He's saying, "I have." to go I have to do it yeah. for, myself. for so, myself so i'm competing more with myself so that's why i'm very competitive yeah. because i want to be better i want to be the best at what i do now wait but are you want to be the best at what you do because you want to be better than other people or just because because i think there's like you're actually you're kind of walking that line like a drunken sailor right because you're competitive mm -hmm. but you're also overachieving well, at, at work i want to be this is just real real tough at work i want to be the number one I want to be the, the yeah. person that that my manager would say I can I can I cannot let go of him because mm -hmm. he does have a bang, a bang up job that I cannot let go of him. So I want to be the number one. Now, in your personal life, in your relationship, do you, does that translate to your relationship with Keith? 
Not so much, but work in school probably it, it does work very much. I want to be in like someone that you cannot let go of work. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I thought. So I want to be better, mm-hmm. the best I'm up yeah. I'm, among the rest. Mm-hmm. And but that's not to say that you're doing that to be better than your coworkers. It's it's for your own personal right, your own personal goals. Yes. Yeah. Well, you mm-hmm. know, I one time I took this personality test way back when I was in the, mm-hmm. lived in Nebraska, and they had these like three different divisions of your personality, like your professional, your social, and your love. Like mm-hmm. these things, like professional, it was like you're really put together, you know what you're doing. Right. Social, you have no clue, and love, even worse, there's not enough love in the world for you. That's what the, the guy God said. God knows that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm married a competitive person. You should compete for my love. But I mean, I think there are different things, you know what I mean? Because it is one thing to be competitive in the workplace and trying to overachieve, mm-hmm. and not being the the quote unquote douche competitor in the workplace. Right. I think everybody knows that one guy that won't be like, yeah, you, you oh, can be a douche. Oh, yeah. he's so, you know what I'm talking about though, right? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> no, 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 we've I run into him. Yeah. yeah, everybody's run into him and you're like, and usually that person is the one that doesn't know what they're doing. Right. You know, nine times out of 10, you know, they don't know what they're doing, but neither here nor there. But in a relationship and competitiveness, now I can see where Pete kind of, has a tendency to, and I think Keith also, both Pete and Keith have a tendency towards sarcasm and taunting and teasing. Right. And Nash and I seem to take the brunt right. of that. Yes, true. And this kind of what brought <laughs> us true. to this podcast, right? So you're like, I get that that you're joking with the competitive, but at some point there's that where you cross the line and you're like, okay, fine, you win. Move on. You're done. You well, know? Do you ever feel that way that they make you your partner makes you think that they're they're just smarter than you they're a better driver than you they're they're a better this than every day of my life (laughs) i can't help it if i am i mean (laughs) it just happened that way Uh yeah i'm with you there it's it's like like, uh they're better at things you know generally yeah Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I would say that Pete is good at things, but I also think that he recognizes that I'm good at things, but he's never going to give me that recognition. recognition. You know what I mean? Even if he does, he, now he will tell other people, I've heard him say it to other people, but it's very rare that he says to me. And I think that's just your personality, you know, kind of thing. Cause I think recognition goes a long way. Oh, it goes everywhere. I would say you're probably better at driving in the snow. Oh, yeah. I would say, too. Well, you know, I told you the story about when I was driving. We were coming home from Utah on Christmas in the snow. That would be a fun story. Oh, and I was telling Pete and Chase, if we hit ice or snow and I start to skid, keep your mouth shut. Don't speak. Because those two like to tell me what to do all the time. You're going from Utah. Right? The only reason she was driving is because the car was rented in her name. Not hardly. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I remember saying, don't speak. And Chase is like, I don't know if I can do that. I think I'm going to need to tell you directions. And I'm like, can you imagine sliding around and two men are like screaming at you and what to do? Luckily, we did not hit anything and we got to the airport safely. I think that would have been very difficult. Neither here nor there. Back to the competitive. Because I think we need to start rough, winding it down. Yeah, winding yeah. it down. But I do think that's the the gist of the relationship. If you're always competitive, that that's hard. I I guess to me in in the in the relationship setting, 
you must complement each other. So you must recognize where you're good at, where your partner is good at, and where you're good at, and then you try to work around it instead of just and you being use competitive. That. Well, I mean, you, you use it. Mm -hmm. You use that. And, yeah. And I, I think that's good. But And I think we're very aware of that. But in the workplace, I encourage everyone to be competitive because that saves your job. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, but not the not the douche competitive. Yeah, and I think to, but I to do work think, hard to be the best that you can be. Yes, yeah, to be yeah. the overachiever. And I do think like that's the interesting thing about the dynamics of relationships, where you're like, I, you know, like the flow of this, like Pete and I, I get the flow of it, and we have fun with it. Well, work is work is where the rational world lives, right? right. And, Supposedly, and, and then you come home, and it's it's the irrational parts of being in a relationship with somebody that kick in, and you have all that that you need to deal with. But you want to deal with the what should be, and most of the time is the rational. You know. Uh, they think things through that, you know, there's a lot of planning and everything like, and that's, that's work. We come home and it's, it, it can be chaos. Well, and that's, I think the, the gist of this podcast, because you come home and you start to argue over the mundane and things that don't technically matter, or you start to have disagreement, not even disagreements, but bantering back and forth. So come at us. If you guys have the competitive nature, if you think it's okay to be competitive in your relationship, if you think it's not, what about being competitive at work? Do you think mm -hmm. that it's okay to be competitive or, or if you're competitive, you're consistently yeah. the jerk in the relationship or jerk in the com company or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and let me go out and say, you know, we want to ask you guys, let us know a little bit about you. What kind of squirrel are you? Are you a flying squirrel? Are you just a regular squirrel? What 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 are you? Let us know. Come yeah. at us with that. So, and we'll have another uh, uh, podcast here shortly um, with another. Is it okay? And again, if you've got ideas, hit uh, please hit know. us. Yeah. All right. You guys have a wonderful night. Stay Bye. safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.